God has no Blackberry or iPhone, but he's my favorite contact. God is not on Facebook, but he's my best friend. God is not on Twitter, but I still follow him, and even without the internet, I am always connected to God. God is not on Gmail, but he's always online. Those of you older than 40, you might remember Mama Nim used to say, Jesus is on the main line, tell him what you want. <laughs> Some of you over 40 didn't raise your hand, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Today, today is Pentecost Sunday. Everybody will just praise God right there. Pentecost Sunday. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 uh, is the Pentecost event. So travel back with me 2,000 years ago uh, to this Pentecost event. You do know that uh, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, you do know that Jesus spoke the church into existence before this Pentecost event. Uh, there at Caesarea Philippi when he was with his disciples and they were having some R&R &R and Jesus asked them, Who do, whom do men say that I am? And they gave different answers and Peter said, I know you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Truly, Peter, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you and you have spoken correctly. Upon that fact, I will build my church. And so supernaturally, the church was spoken by Jesus, but she was not birthed until the day of Pentecost. Don't you know that Jesus said, then uh, I want you to wait in the upper room and tarry there in the upper room until you have been endowed and indeed filled with the Holy Ghost. Then you shall be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, Judea, and uh, to the uttermost parts of the world. Let us read the scripture because there are blessings in, in reading scripture. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 says, Blessed is he that reads here and keep the words of this prophecy. So there's a blessing in reading, a blessing in hearing, and a blessing in keeping. So let us read together if you have your word. And I know it's on the screen as well. Read good and loud on this uh, Pentecost Sunday. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now Jesus had walked through the, the upper room. He had walked through that door and breathed on them and they received the Holy Ghost because they were frightened. The disciples, uh, the ten that were there, Thomas was not there and he breathed on them. And, and they, were, they, were, they received the Holy Ghost, but they were not filled. 
Now everyone who's been washed in the blood of the Lamb, you receive the Holy Spirit. He he locks you in. He 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 he's like the he's like the bridegroom for the bride that's coming back. He's holding you, keeping you. But there's another stage in this one, filled with the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 5:18 said, Be not filled with wine when in excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Must be filled, that means empowered, controlled, employed by the Holy Ghost. So they were filled, they were filled. They were different once they were filled. Then these next two verses are going to tell you how different they really were. This still Acts 2 verses 12 and 13. And they were all amazed, all of the people who had gathered in Jerusalem for, for the Pentecost, for the Penta celebration of harvest. They were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. In other words, they are intoxicated. They are filled with new wine. Cross-reference that I used for the first service, I used for this one as well because we got to finish the names of the five sons of Judah. The cross-reference is 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1. The sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, and Carmi, and Hur, and Shobel. Our text is Pentecostal Praise. Our text subject is Pentecostal Praise, Part 2. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Pentecostal Praise, Part 2. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, we're going to give you a review of Part 1 from 8 o'clock and catch us all up. Pentecost means 50th. It refers to a Jewish feast held 50 days after uh, the second day of Passover. It's called Feast of Weeks in Exodus 32, 34, verse 22, and Deuteronomy 16, verse 10. It's also called the Feast of the Harvest in Exodus 23, verse 16. Pentecost is a day of thanksgiving to mark the end of the grain harvest, a holy Sabbath, two loaves of bread made from the new wheat and two yielding lambs were waved before the Lord as a thanks offering, a thanksgiving offering, and they praised God for his grace and his mercy for the harvest. The day of Pentecost is real, and we are celebrating 2,000 years later Pentecost Sunday as pastor said, as bishop have said, you fasted and prayed, getting ready to celebrate today. And that's what we must do. Acts chapter 1 verse 3. Jesus was with them for 40 days. Then he ascended back to heaven. 10 days after his ascension and 50 days after his resurrection. The words of Joel. Joel chapter 3, verse 18, and John the Baptist, Matthew 3, verse 11, were fulfilled. On this day, set aside to praise the Lord for giving his people a great harvest, the Lord began to harvest the lost souls of this world through his church. Immediately, 3,000 souls were saved. The church would never be the same. The world and the church were changed forever 
on the day of Pentecost. We cannot duplicate uh, the events of Pentecost. We cannot go to Jerusalem, enter into the upper room, and wait to be filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has already come and baptized every believer, filled every believer who would surrender to his filling. We cannot duplicate the miracles of that day. The miracles are, are God's doing, and we would be foolish if we spend our time seeking the spectacular. However, while we cannot duplicate the events of that Pentecost day 2,000 years ago, we can duplicate the conditions that existed among the people of God on that day. We can see the Lord move in our midst today, West Angeles, today in the cathedral, move in our midst in the power and glory in these days just as he moved in those days 2,000 years ago. Because I believe that we need another Pentecost experience. God is seeking a Pentecost church that's set on fire by his Holy Spirit to change the atmosphere. When we create an atmosphere like that one that existed in the church on that day, notice they were gathered together, not on one accord, but with one accord. There's a difference from being with one accord than being on one accord. Uh, very few of us in here are on one accord, but we all must be with one accord. And that with one accord is we came to lift up the name of Jesus, to glorify the Father under the power of the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to shout right there and praise God. The revival at Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost is the greatest of all time. No revival has been so sudden, so tremendous in its immediate effects, and none so lasting in its results. 120 disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ were suddenly emerged, filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Their characters change. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's a change in you. If the person to your right or left, in front or back of you, if they are filled and you're not, you'll notice a difference. If you're filled and they're not, you'll notice a difference because they are empowered and employed by the Spirit of God. Bold speaking, speaking came out of them. Boldness came out. New languages came out. And a tremendous increase in the zeal and their devotion and their love. And they had boldness to come out. And Peter preached. But watch this. I, Peter didn't have a microphone. I'm getting rainbow right. He didn't have a microphone. He didn't have a microphone. It was 120. But then I believe that the 120, the 119 that were filled with the Holy Ghost, they didn't sit down and watch Peter preach. I'm going to say it over here. Peter didn't have a microphone. But 3,000 souls got saved. Let me say it over here. Peter didn't have a microphone, but 3,000 souls got saved. Because I believe the 119 were a part of that Old Testament text that he took while he was preaching. They were blessing God, and they were praising God, and they were lifting up Jesus, and they were shouting for joy, and the Spirit of God moved out of them into the congregation that was gathered around the upper room. 
So the New Testament church was established in a spirit of praise. The church was set on fire. We need another Pentecost experience when the church and the congregation, Bishop Blake, is filled with the Holy Spirit and set on fire. Not when the sermon, not only when the sermon is winding up, but from the time you pull up on the parking lot, when you're shattered across the threshold, when you walk into the cathedral, that ought to be some praise in you. You ought to make up your mind in the shower that I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. I don't know what you came to do, but as for me and my house, I mentioned this morning, I mentioned this morning, I mentioned this morning, I must, I must mention this too. I must mention this. <laughs> Courtney, I gotta mention this because some people just don't get there. Uh, uh, let me mention the water spider. I, I love, I love National Geographics and the, and the shows. That, there's a spider called a water spider. The, the spider lives on the water, but he breathes oxygen. You know what he does? He surface, he, he comes up to the surface. He get a bubble of oxygen and brings it back down and wedge it underneath the rock. Then he, go, he goes back up and get another bubble and he wedges it in the rock. And he keeps doing it until that small bubble is now a large bubble of oxygen. Then he penetrates that oxygen bubble and he can survive for hours underneath the water. You know why? Because he created his own atmosphere. Sometimes when you come to church, you got to create your own atmosphere. Yeah, that's, we got to have corporate praise, but sometimes corporate praise won't get there when you need to get there. So you got to create your own atmosphere. That's not being selfish. Uh, you you got you to have that attitude that I come to bless you, Father. How do you bless a God? Uh, how do you bless the creator by lifting his holy name, by praising his holy name in spirit and in truth? The cross references, uh, the cross references, 1 Chronicles 4.1, the, the son, 1 Chronicles 4, chapter 4, verse 1. The sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, and Karma, and Hur, and Shobel. Mm -hmm. I, I like to refer to them as sons of praise. This morning we looked at uh, five meanings of their names at 8 o'clock service. I'm going to give you five additional names to complete uh, my task and my mission here today. One of the things that has always set spirit-filled churches apart from all other congregation is the way that we praise the Lord. The one of the things that sets West Angeles away from other churches is a way that you praise the Lord. We don't praise God quietly. We don't praise God according to culture, according to denomination, according to season. We praise God according to the word of God. Let me give you just five verses of the 100 Psalms. There's only five verses of the 100 Psalms. The five verses of the 100 Psalms says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. 
There are two things, two dynamics here. First of all, you don't allow it to happen. You have to make it happen. The second thing the Lord says, all ye land. That means everybody. Huh? Not black, white, green, purple. Every, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. How many? All ye land. Is there anybody here today on Pentecost Sunday ready to make a joyful noise? Second verse says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Ah, you ought to have a song in your heart. Ah, live the life I sing about. You ought to have a song. You don't have to sing like Judy and, and these, fine, uh, these fine praise team here, but you got to have a song in your heart. Hallelujah. You know angels don't sing. You see nowhere in the Bible. We said sing like an angel. Nowhere in the Bible does uh, you see the angels sing. They shout it. They proclaim, but they don't sing. They don't have nothing to sing about because they are celestial beings. They haven't been through anything, but if you've been through something, If you've had to climb the rough side of the mountain, if you've been down in the valley sometime, you ought to have a song. Yeah, you sing because you're happy. You sing because you're free. His eyes on the sparrow. You know he's watching you. That's why you sing. And then the Lord says, I want you to know I want you to know why you got to have a Pentecostal praise and not just come to my sanctuary and make noise. Now, we concentrate and we consecrate on, on Pentecost Sunday, but every, every New Testament Sabbath, which is Sunday, that's the day Jesus got up. We ought to be reminded again that Jesus rose on a Sunday. Watch this. So the third verse says, Know ye that the Lord, He's, Lord, I want you to know why you got to make this joyful noise. <laughs> know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I know you say, I accepted Jesus, and I know he chose you. He predestined you. It's called predestination. You didn't choose the Lord. He chose you. He knew you from your mother's womb. He called you in his mother's womb. He already knew you. You had to receive him, but he already knew you. So your noise ought to be joyful. Huh? And then when you come in to West Angeles, the fourth verse says, this is how you ought to come in. Say, enter. Boy, I tell you, new age worship and all this, all this, all this stuff. I don't understand it, you know. God Almighty, Jesus. I flunked preaching one. I got two PhDs, but I flunked preaching 101. Because I didn't stay behind the book board and I didn't, and I didn't do it. I got filled with the Holy Ghost before I got filled with, with uh, other stuff. So watch this. Enter into his gates. Enter into the sanctuary with thanksgiving 
You say, you don't know what I'm going through, Papa Shields. You don't know what I've been through, Bishop. You don't know what I went through. You don't know what I went through to get here. But you're here. You got to be thankful that you made it. Everybody ought to have some Thanksgiving going on. Lord, I don't feel, I don't feel so good today. And, and tomorrow I got to face unemployment. I got to face this. I got to face that. But you're here today. Lord, I entered into your sanctuary, your gates with thanksgiving. And you ought to have the attitude, I'll create my own atmosphere. And if you won't praise him, don't hinder me. I got to praise on the inside. That I just can't keep to myself. Huh? And when you enter with thanksgiving, you gotta, you got to come before his courts with praise. Lord, I thank you. And in my thanksgiving, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you because you kept me when I couldn't keep myself. You held me when I didn't know I needed to be held. Thank you, Father. Thank you that the enemy couldn't destroy me and the trap couldn't keep me, and the mountain didn't fall on me, and the valley wasn't low enough. I made it out. I'm a... Be thankful unto the Lord and bless his name. How can you bless the creator? What can you do for God? You bless him by lifting up his name by blessing his name. Don't you want to bless God? For the Lord, he is God. His mercy. Lord, have mercy. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generations. Touch somebody next to somebody next to me. How come you haven't praised the Lord yet? What you waiting on? Oh, Lord God, Jesus, you have entered the gates. You've entered the courts. You know what's the difference in, you know the difference in this house and, 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 and Hopewell on the East Coast is we let God know how much we appreciate him. I, I, I know you went to school, uh, uh, Ari and Chrissy, I know you went to school and you got your degrees and all, but who, who gave you the intellect, the brain, the talent, the ability, the time, the resources? I know the doors opened for you and you went through those doors, but who opened those doors? Let me help you with the doors right there. Some of us didn't get the doors open yet, but let me help you. God tell Almighty, all of some of you in here should be chosen. You're the chosen one. God chose you. Yeah, yeah, he did. And you're going down the hallway and all the doors are closed. And you says, God, I keep knocking on doors and no doors are open. Let me help you with a Pentecostal praise. When you don't wait, God, God while God is opening the door, praise him in the hallway.
Praise him till the hinges come off the door. Praise him until you choose which door you're going to go through. You thought it was door number one, but God says, look at three and four as well. Why? Because you didn't withhold the praise. When the praises go up, I don't know if I'm gonna get back to I believe the boys, I'm gonna lead the boys along. I won't be able to get there today, the boys. I'm, I was gonna do I'm gonna stay right where I'm gonna stay in this vein. Is it alright with you if I stay right where I am? Alright. The 149th Psalms, verse if you're standing, remain standing, and then you help me get to a, a close here. 149th Psalm versus and get somebody else by the hand who's not standing, help them up. Uh, Psalms 149, verses 1 through 6. Verses 1 through 6 says, Psalm 149, 1 through 6 says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Let me drop anchor right there. I didn't know I was going to go there. Saying, saying, stop, stop going around. You heard, you heard, you heard the praise team today. Not one of their songs, you are, not one of their songs was nobody knows the trouble I feel. Not one of their songs was my dog is gone. And my woman gone too, my man gone. No, 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 no. Praise the Lord with a new song. How you ought to have a new song. And his praise in the congregation of the saints. If you're going to praise him anywhere, it ought to be in the congregation of the saints. The Bible says, uh, the second verse, let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Some of you won't dance. God Almighty, Jesus Christ. David the king danced out of his clothes. God Almighty, God Almighty. Praise him in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and the harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure. The Lord taketh pleasure. Your neighbor may not be pleased, but the Lord taketh pleasure in his people when they praise him. He will beautify the meek with his salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Are there any saints in the house? Once you accepted Christ, you are sanctified and you became a saint. The Lord said, let the saints be joyful in glory. Now, if you're not a saint, you have no reason to glorify God. You, you, you need to come on over on this side. But watch this. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Watch this. Watch this. Let the high praises be in your mouth and the word in your hand. If you don't know the God that you're praising, it's hard to get a real praise on. But you know, when you know how good God has really been to you. When you know that Jesus went to the cross and you read it for yourself. When you know Jesus stopped dying long enough to take care of us seven times from the cross when he rose with all power and you know that you have accepted him and the power that Jesus had he says I give to you 
and the joy that Jesus had, he says, I'm going home now, but I'm going to leave you with my joy that your joy may be full. So his joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Is there anybody here got his joy? I don't think I'm going to get to the boys. I'm through. Here it is. Isaiah 43, verse 21. Here it is. Isaiah 43, verse 21. God said, this people. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm a this people. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm a whosoever. Whosoever believeth in him. I'm a whosoever. I'm a his people. I'm a bride. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. That's Jesus Christ. This people have I formed for myself. Y'all don't hear me. God said, this people. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm a this people. God said, I formed you for myself. You shall show forth my praise until I come. I formed you to praise me. I know you got some other works to do, but it begins with praising me. Here on this Pentecost Sunday, uh, we raise our hands in the sanctuary. We raise our hand and we give him the praise. And uh, raising your hand, there's a Hebrew word called yada. Yada, now there's several Hebrew words for, for, for praise. Barak means to kneel down in holy contrition and, and worship him. But yada means to throw your hands up and thank God for what he has done. Watch this. And if you've been, if you've truly been filled with the Holy Ghost, and if you just got filled today, it's okay. Then you don't care who's watching. You don't care what they have to say about you. Because we come into this house to praise God, to lift up Jesus under the power of the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody here? Not ashamed of my father. Is there anybody here? It's a shame that all Christians don't feel the same way about praising God. Uh, I've come to people and they tell me, well, well, Bishop Shields, Papa Shields, uh, uh, I, I, I would come to your church, but, but because, because y'all praise God in a way uh, that doesn't treen, seem traditional. And I tell them, well, uh, if tradition is what you're looking for, then you come to the wrong place. Because our praise is not traditional, it's biblical. It's not denominational, it's biblical. You don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. And I won't hold my peace 
When I get filled with the Holy Ghost, every Sunday morning, I come to the pulpit, not with form or fashion. I enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and I come before his courts with praise, and I got a praise on the inside. I just can't keep to myself. Can I get two witnesses in here? morning we hooked up with Judah every time I said Judah you shout out praise you know that Judah means praise right Judah 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 had five sons one son was Perez Perez mean a cutaway so when we hook up with Judah we birthed a son called Perez Perez mean cutaway so every time you come to worship, the devil tries to hold you back. If you'll turn loose in Perez, he'll cut back the heaviness. He'll cut away the concern. He'll cut away your problems. Can I get a witness here? Let me fast forward one more time. There is a son called Karma, and that means vine dresser. And a vine dresser is not a farmer. A farmer harvests what he's planted. But when you get with Judah and hook up with one of his sons, his son is a vine dresser. He doesn't harvest what he's planted. He harvests what the farmer planted. In other words, God will bless you with stuff you didn't even plant. God will bless you with things you didn't even know you needed if you hook up with Judah. Judah, Judah, Judah. I'm gonna fast forward to the fifth son. The fifth son's name was Shobel. Shobel means overflowing. When you hook up with Judah's son called Shobel, then you get into the overflow. Your praise get into the overflow. Your life get into the overflow. Your talent get into the overflow. Your blessings get into the overflow. Your anointing get into the overflow. You find yourself operating in the overflow. Is there anybody here ready to operate in the overflow? I dare you to touch three people and tell them I'm operating in Judah overflow. I'm operating in the overflow. Yes! Somebody shout yes! Wait a minute. Every one of the Hebrew words for praise all include clapping your hands, shouting for joy, running around, dancing in place. That's what they mean. But there are two I want to leave with you. One of them in the first part of the sermon, and that is yada. Yada means to throw up your hands and praise God for what he's already done. Haven't God been good to you? He's already been good to you. He's already blessed you. He's already anointed you. Yada, yada. But there's, a, there's another praise word, means throwing up your hands as well, 
and it's called Toda. But Toda different from Yada. Yada means to throw up your hands and thank God for what he's already done. But Toda means to bless God for what he's going to do. I like to call it prophetic praise. Is there anybody here ready to praise God for tomorrow, for next week, for next year, for next month? Then Toda, 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 Toda. I saw about three, four people, five people. Uh, it may be a culture thing, I don't know. I mean, it may be a denominational thing, I don't know. But when the church is on fire, when the church is on fire, the only way you can catch on fire is you have to get out where the fire is. When there's a fire burning, you got to get some smoke. When there's smoke on you, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of fire right over in here. I'm gonna get right over here where the fire is. One, two, three, praise it, praise it, praise it, praise it, praise it, praise it, praise it. flames together you get a bonfire so I'm gonna put some flames together flame flame give me another flame I don't I don't want to I don't want a match I want a torch give me another flame give it I don't have another flame in the house come here flame your flame when you, get, when you get some flames together, you get a bonfire. I want you to hook up with another flame. When I shout Judah, you shout praise. Judah! 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 Judah!
about Jesus, what is done for me when I think about Jesus? I dare on cavalry, I just can't. When I woke up this morning, I didn't have no doubt. When I came to West Angeles, I came in with a shout. I just shout, 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 shout. shout, shout. shout.